Happy winter solstice. I could have recorded this yesterday, but I had to do it today. I had to do it this morning because it felt like the totality of the moment wouldn't be there if I didn't actually record this on the solstice. So, so glad to have you along. Today is session three of our dive into the transurfing principles that we're exploring with Vadim Zeeland. But I first want to situate this moment in the calendar and seasonal year because it's so momentous that the light has pierced through again and that we tip toward the gathering warmth and the gathering sun. It has been a very long autumn for me, but the richest one I've ever known. And that paradox is not lost on me. (laughs) So with that, I would like to share the waning moon from the cold moon series, because it speaks to this. In the dark of dark and the night of night, the cold moon comes to a close. In her span of deep December, We have felt the bitter freeze and glimpsed the light's return. It will be a while, yes, before the watery rays gain in strength and momentum, but they will. For now, we say goodbye to a year of complexity and forced growth, to a season of thankfulness, nonetheless, to a month of cheer, busyness, and the blessed pause in between, to a day of wonder, always, and no matter what. As I said last time, I am headlong into engaging with these principles, and my experience is, and in in fact, I had this last night, was just sitting a little bit before bed, just on the couch, just being in the light of our tree, and it was quiet, and I just felt that joy welling up inside of me that wasn't dependent on anything. It wasn't dependent on any external anything. And that is such an incredible emotion, experience. I don't even know what the word is. It's kind of beyond, it's beyond description in a way. And to know that that's home and that there's an infinite amount of that and that doing the discipline to get the mind out of the way of experiencing that on a regular basis, I am so profoundly grateful for all the challenges that have forced me, forced growth, as I said in the poem, to go there because those are actually enormous blessings in disguise. If but for them, I would still be, you know, bubbling around, not realizing the power and the joy and the beauty and the incredible source that is there all the time without fail. So we continue on in this perspective. And I just want to remind us again that My intention with the podcast is to always offer perspectives 
you know, I might be resonating in my own life with like 90% of somebody's work and perspectives, whether it's C.G. Jung or Peter Kingsley or Vadim Zeland, you know, and it depends. Like sometimes I think, yeah, no, mm, you know, we're, we're all discovering these layers in process. And so I offer these with a servant's heart. I say that often with a perspective of I don't want to state anything as true because that's robbing you of your own discovery and we have to trust our own discoveries and the timing of our own discoveries. And so I try very much to discipline the podcast in a way in that I'm never defining your quote-unquote spiritual experience or the way that you relate to something larger than yourself. That's for you to embrace and and discover. And, you know, like in the work we're doing now, this idea of a mirror world on which one side is sort of a matrix or a quantum uh, dynamic, if you will. You know, I just, I am not a scientist or a quantum physicist. And so I don't take a deep dive into the complexities of how to define and shape that. My intention is to be very squarely in the psychological phenomenon of just opening up to these perspectives. And there is a lot more material in Vadim Zeland's larger book, not the 78 Principles book, but the larger volume of Reality Transurfing about the background for the quantum physics aspect of it. I find that stuff so fascinating. It's, again, I've said it before, it's a passion of mine, but I don't situate that perspective a lot here because my intention is to stay rooted in the psychology of this because that I feel like I have some expertise largely from my own experience to offer. I am doing this stuff right along with you. And and I hold my feet to the fire. <laughs> if there's anything I can offer you, it is that I am doing this stuff. I am doing this. I I don't consult with folks unless I'm also applying what I'm sharing. And so I I hold that true in the podcast. That is something I have been very faithful to my whole life. And where that came from, I don't know, but I do offer that. And I think that's valuable. And so to the extent that we're engaging in this mirror practice, the, the psychological fruit of this is just enormous. In my experience, that feeling last night of, this joy that was just there. Like I I got emotional about it in the feeling sense, not in a, you know, an emotion tied to a thought. It was just this feeling of, of joy and fullness and elation and groundedness, all of these things at once. And it can be quite intense. And I just kept saying yes. I just kept saying yes, because at some points when that happens, you know, call it a mystical experience or whatever, it can feel like you might get a little untethered (laughs) to quote unquote waking reality, but it's trustworthy. And it's something that we can keep relaxing into 
and experiencing more of. So I, I just want to encourage you that if this set of practices is speaking to you, it is so worth the discipline of doing it because what you're discovering is your dreams. And, and by, by that, I mean what you most vision and value for your experiencing in your life. That can happen. Indeed, it is happening. And we're removing the blocks to the awareness of that. I don't, I can't think of anything more beautiful or more profound because it's the great leveler. Every single person on this planet can have vastly different circumstances, no matter what is going on externally. That is incredibly powerful. That is incredibly powerful. So we left off last time with the discipline of saying yes to everything. And again, that doesn't mean you're saying, yes, I want this situation in my life forever. It was in context of saying yes to a pendulum, the awareness of pendulums. And, you know, some examples of that are, oh, you have to spend so much on the holidays or you have to look a certain way or you have to please these people or you have to whatever, whatever, whatever. That engine is endless. (laughs) Oh my God, it's endless. And it's such a relief to see that as a pendulum that just simply wants your attention to feed its conflict. That's it. That's it. And to see that and to call it out and to reclaim the energy from years of service to all these other pendulums is is very liberating. So you say yes, you notice it as a pendulum, and you simply state, I'm awake in this dream. And then you ignore the pendulum. You shift your focus back to what am I welcoming into my life? In fact, what is already here? And what can I see with new eyes using the power of the imagination, using emotional discipline to not get distracted? How did that go for you last week? How was that? I'm finding it liberating. And I'll give you an example. My husband and I um, were invited to this really fun thing they have here in Asheville called the Lazoom bus. <laughs> it's this crazy bus that goes around town and there's a band on the bus and it's it's so fun. It's such a trip to go on and our neighbors had invited us to go with them and several other people and they were doing all this Christmas music and of course they stop and you can get a drink, you know, because you're not doing the driving and, you know, enjoy a, a Christmas libation or holiday libation and, and then have all this crazy music on the bus. And it was super fun. And you, you know, travel around for like two and a half hours and just, you know, sing and, and um, enjoy the spirit of everything while seeing your, your pretty town and your community. And it was so fun. And, but right before... We left like we had the neighbor's dog over at our house and and our dog was there and then the neighbor's dog got out and, you know, it was just that classic thing 
where right before you're supposed to be somewhere, like everything goes backwards and people are short with each other and, you know, the dogs at large in the neighborhood and all of this stuff. Like it was so just life coming at you. And I stepped out of it right then. And I'm like, I am awake. I am. I'm just like saying yes to all of this. And I, I look at my life and I see like early in my first marriage, I would have allowed that to derail me and, um, you know, be grumpy or think, oh, you know, why can't people just, I don't know, whatever. And it was just, I was free of all that because of this discipline. And my husband and I had a great time. And, you know, it was just like, I don't have to jump on that thing coming at me in my own mind that's saying the holiday should be perfect. Everybody should always be in harmony, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Those are just thoughts and they're pendulums and they have derailed me for years. And I climbed out of that and I'm like, whatever, <laughs> we're going on the Lazoom bus. And it was fun at the Lazoom bus, um, the place where you leave, it says something on the wall about you're about to different enter a different universe. <laughs> and that is so how it felt. And I just thought, that's my every day now. I can look with new eyes thinking, I don't know what is going to happen. And it's going to be freaking awesome because I've released my dreams and visions into the mirror and I'm doing my part on my side and I'm just seeing what shows up. And there's a wonder and a joyfulness and like a childlike awe about that. And I have to say, our Lazoom bus trip, which Elvis joined us for part of it, it was super fun. You know, this guy dressed up as Elvis singing Christmas carols. I mean, it was just a kick. And we can so, you know, um, get in our own way if we think things have to flow in a certain way or we resist, you know, the flat tire or the, or the dog at large or whatever. And you know what? The whole experience of living can be so much richer and so much larger than we've ever allowed. And that is so exciting. And so I'm wanting that for all of us. And and it's happening. It is indeed happening. So I hope you're having some interesting experiences with these disciplines and practices. And please reach out and tell me how it's going because I would love to know. And just another thing I'd like to share, um, I create this podcast on the Anchor FM platform, and then they distribute it to Spotify, Apple, etc. And but they they'll do a, I think maybe I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago. They do sort of a, a analytics wrap of the past year, and this podcast is growing. And again, I'm so enormously grateful to you all for being a part of it and, and tuning in. That's just so lovely and generous. But they also, I don't know how they arrive at this, but they also give the profile, the psychological profile of my typical listener. And I just want you all to know that you are the adventurer. And indeed you are. So you are the person who listens to things that are on the borderlands or out of the mainstream looking for hidden gems. That's sort of how it described you. You're not just the status quo 
person. And that doesn't mean that you don't enjoy listening to other more mainstream podcasts, but you see the value in the adventurous. And I love that for all of us. And indeed we are. So hopping back into our progression through the Transurfing Reality Steps. So we left off at A Star is Born. And in short, he's talking about the fact that pendulums cannot bear individuality. I love that. They can't bear it. So the power of these pendulums coming at us, when you step out of that and declare to do your own thinking, the pendulum must bow to you. That is a reclamation of a lot of energy, of a lot of emotional and attention investment that is suddenly at your disposal. Again, he says, claim the privilege of being yourself. And there is an agency to that, a claiming of that. Claim your life when you are feeling like you would like to indulge being sad or agitated or upset. Again, I'm not advocating that you ignore something you genuinely should process. That's great. But process it and move on. Let's not make a career of a certain emotion. (laughs) I I hear my father coming through. Let's not make a career of that. (laughs) That was one of his phrases. Uh, So anyway, growing up, I heard that a lot. (laughs) So dad, if you're listening... You're, you're coming through in the podcast. Um, so that's just a, a really powerful thing. Step out of those old rutted patterns in the brain that want to latch on to old identities. Like, I love this idea of just being in the I am space. And of course, I have a visualization in my imagination that I spend every day with more exuberantly all the time about what my life is shaping into and looking like. And I know, again, that it already is that, but what I'm allowing myself to see about my life. But to step out of anything that wants to derail that and just wink at it and keep going is is really empowering. Here's the next step, the world mirror. Again, he's talking about that concept of we have the external thing going on and we have the interior interiority, the internal thing going on. And we must know that they're interacting with each other. That is what this perspective is offering. And to ignore the inner life is to have a shit show with the external life, simply stated. Now, he didn't say that, I said that, but I'm here to tell you that is the truth. (laughs) There's one truth, I can tell you. Um, And here's Vadim Zeeland's phrase, the world is what you think of it. The world is what you think of it. If you think it is harsh, it will be harsh. It is its job, this mirror's job, is to give you back exactly what you think it is. It's abundant. It's joyful. It will give that back to you. Yes, it may take a hot second while the other thoughts that have been in the way collapse, just like the pendulums collapse around you. But that is just as reliable 
as anything else you've put into the system, into the mirror before that. The world is joyful. The world is welcoming. The universe 100% has my back. Whatever. Its job is to mirror. So use the power of your thought in such disciplined and positive ways. Boomerang is the next principle. Boomerang. Love is also a boomerang. He's talking in this one about, you know, not sending out the negativity because you're going to get it back. You are just absolutely going to get it back. Love is also a boomerang. Sending love like right before I started recording here. I had sent happy solstice wishes to several people that I tend to always reach out to. But then I just sat here for a moment and I scrolled through my phone contact list and I just, you know, saw some people that I hadn't thought of or reached out to in a while and I sent it to them. And that was just, you know, a simple way of just sending more love out. And I'm already feeling my phone. (laughs) It's on silent right now since I'm recording, but I'm feeling it chirping, um, its response. And, you know, here it is already flooding back to me. Um, and that mattered, you know, and it took 30 seconds, you know, but it was, it was nice to connect with folks in that way. So, um, here's another Zealand-ism. Thoughts materialize in the world mirror. Thoughts materialize. Thoughts become matter. I know we know this. I know we've heard this for years, but now we're hearing it on a new level in which we are taking action about it. Thoughts materialize in the world mirror, period. And you may have to suspend your disbelief, you know, whether you want to wrap your mind around how the quantum matrix works, the quantum field, not even call it quantum. I don't really care. You know, my my position is psychologically, this has such richness. If you want to just call it, you know, the miracle machine, I don't care, you know, or, you know, the divine creation, it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, if, if it's an interest of yours, awesome, great. Um, it, it's fascinating. But this psychological dynamic of embracing the imaginal interior act and releasing it, and trusting it, and then doing our discipline of getting out of the way of distractions and pendulums. That is so, so powerful. You may have to suspend your disbelief a little bit that this is going to work, or that the principles need to be understood in order for it to all, you know, pan out for you. You have to have a physics degree. No, you do not. (laughs) I'm living proof of that. And so I'm going to keep this one short today because I know we're all heading into so many celebrations and special times. And I just want you to know that I'm so grateful. I'm celebrating in spirit with you. We will be continuing all of this work into January and beyond. And it's such a hopeful time from my perspective going into 2023 So as the celebrations gather over the next few days, as the new year dawns, there is so much to lean into. There's so much of the mystery that is waiting for us. And I am so privileged to be part of all of it. 
And so I want to leave you with a practice that as I continue to tweak my own experience of these principles, and this is a little bit of the Neville Goddard stuff that's, I think, dovetailing beautifully with the Vadim Zeeland stuff. And that is uh, two things you can try until we chat again. Um, And one is when you're thinking about your vision for your life and you're going through that loveliness in your mind, think of it in past tense. This is straight out of Neville Goddard's work, and I think it just matches up beautifully with what we're doing with Transurfing. So what you would do is let's say you're wanting your business to thrive. Okay, so what you would do is, is in your imagination, you would be thinking about having a conversation, for instance, right after something amazing had happened. So past tense, like let's say you call up, you know, your best friend and say, I had no idea that XYZ was just about to happen, but it did. And my business is, you know, fill in the blank. You state it in the past tense as though it has already happened. That is a really important pivot with imaginal work. Or, you know, maybe your child is wanting to go to a certain place to work or to a particular school. Imagine, you know, hearing that wonderful news that 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 happened and that they called you and they got the letter and it was super exciting and et cetera, et cetera. So you envision these beautiful things happening in your life just the conversation right after it happened. Or imagine yourself, you know, on your front step holding the publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> right in your hand and and seeing their little truck drive away and, and you're sitting there, you know, beaming up into the sunshine, holding that ticket in your hand, whatever. You get the you get the idea. And then also, if there is a quote-unquote problem, okay, I'm not blind to the fact that sometimes things require our attention in the moment, Um, here's a great visualization, and that is to imagine yourself, you know, either as a mountain or a vast ocean or something large and magnificent the galaxy, whatever, and then your quote-unquote problem as like a a speck of sand or a grain of sand or, you know, a leaf on the ground or something like that. So shifting that psychological perspective of you being vast and powerful and the thing that needs attention or that could be perceived of as a problem is just minuscule compared to who you are. So those two little tricks as we continue to say yes to this amazing world and this amazing opportunity. We go into the wolf moon in two days. And I love that moon. Yes, it's in the cold time of year if you're in the northern hemisphere. But I love wolves, and what I love about them is they're fierce, they travel with the moon, 
They mate for life. They're incredibly resourceful. They're incredibly independent. And they're playful. And they're playful. So we will be exploring that in January too, but just know that we're tipping in to that beautiful moon cycle. So let your wolf out to play. I'm so appreciative of each and every one of you. I will talk to you soon. And until next time, take good care. Hi, everyone. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And if my work is nourishing your heart and imagination, consider supporting the Apothecary podcast. Just follow the links to make a contribution. And for the full scope of my projects and offerings, including my weekly newsletter, visit lorigreen.net.